Hi, welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. I'm Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And hi, we're here. We're going to... We're here. We're here, and we are going to tell you, we're going to do our... I'm just going to jump right into the review of the week. Yes, let's hear it. Yeah, we have gotten some amazing reviews um, over the last few weeks, which is just so cool. Oh my God, every time I read something, I'm like, this should be a review of the week. <sighs> There's just not enough episodes. I know. Um, so this one is coming from... Shelby Gray Hunter's mom. And Shelby Gray Hunter's mom says, my friend introduced me to your podcast when I started asking her questions about night feeding and co-sleeping and her baby's eating habits. And she's a bit older and this podcast is life. It has made me feel so much better and so relieved. All my instincts are right. I'm doing correctly by my son and I'm not crazy, which now I'm catching up on as many episodes as I can as fast as I can. Thank you, ladies, so much. My sister-in-law has a baby eight days older than my son, and they do everything differently than I do, and the babies couldn't be more different, but this has made my husband think maybe we should do what they do, and we should not. Thank you again. I feel so much better now that I found you, ladies. Aw. It's really cool. That's so awesome. <clears throat> and I, All the validation going on makes me happy. That, yeah, that... I never thought that would come out of this podcast. I thought, oh, we'd send some information out there, and that would be totally. great. But, like... The validation is so amazing, and I love the fact that, like, her husband is comparing their their parenting to their, you know, to the, somebody else in their family, yeah. and, which happens all the time. But yeah. I love that the mom is now like, nope, we're doing what we're doing, and they can do what they do. Like, that right, and there's people, yeah, and then we're here, like, talking about it. So, like, even he could listen and be like, oh, there's other people actually that do what we do. Yep. Oh. Yes. So thank you very much for the review. We thank love it. you. We love it. So tell us about our, our uh, show today. Yes. Today I got um, Sarah on the phone. She is a 911 dispatcher and she is um, totally awesome. And she's going to share her experience, her birth and, pre and uh, birth story and her breastfeeding slash pumping at work story. Um, and She's fantastic. It's going to be awesome. And let's hear from her. Awesome. Hi, Sarah. It's so wonderful that you join us today. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Abby. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Great. Um, so let's get started. So what, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like what, what's, um, how, how many children do you have? Do you, where do you live? What's your, what do you like to do? What's your, what's your kind of story? Okay. Um, well, I live up in Northern California, pretty close to the um, California to the Oregon border. Oh. I have one um, baby. She is almost ten months, and then a wonderful stepdaughter who is ten years old. Okay. Um, I'm married. My husband and I have been married for four and a half years. We're super outdoorsy. We love to. We really love hunting and going out um, camping and boating and all the things that we have at our, um, at our fingertips here in Northern California. So it's really great. We love doing all kinds of stuff outdoors. Um, I work shift work. So I'm a, when I first had my baby, I worked for our sheriff's department here as a 911 dispatcher. And I applied for a new job for um, fire and medical dispatch. The day before I had um, my daughter, <laughs> I sent oh, in my wow. application. Yeah, so, um, and I ended up interviewing for that job, I think, four or five weeks postpartum. So that was a little intense. Um, 
but I ended up getting it. So when she was about five months old is when I started my new job. But I was um, I was able to get 12 weeks off for maternity leave, which was which was nice. Not long enough, but it was nice. <laughs> yeah, not long so, enough. Right. But but more yeah. than a lot of people yeah. get. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was really great because I worked for the county for the sheriff's office. So they had a really great program um, through that. So. Yeah. Great. So what is your current job title? What is what exactly that you do? Um, Fire and medical dispatcher and um, EMD. So we do emergency medical dispatching, which means we do um, we do instructions over the phone. So like CPR instructions and um, all kinds of information before the ambulance gets there or the fire department gets there for them. So. And you're speaking to people who have dialed 911? Yes. Okay. Yes. So before my job was, I took the initial 911 um, and then filtered, and then they were transferred to either fire or medical or law enforcement, which, or we kept them on the law enforcement line. Um, but now it's, so they're transferred, so we know it's going to be a fire or a medical or car accident or anything that um, fire and medical would respond to. So. It's it's hard. We work. I work shift work. So, so what? Uh, yeah. What does that mean? What do you? What shift do you work? Do you change shifts or? Yeah, we rotate every um, three months. So right now I'm on graveyard. So I work eight p.m. to eight a.m. Which is oh. really rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, I usually I'm still breastfeeding. So I pump. Four times usually I try to in the twelve-hour shift, um, and my new job—they're so supportive. It's so great. I, I could not ask for anything better. <laughs> they have like a little room. We we call the pumping lounge. <laughs> we joke about it, and um, yeah, it's great. So I'm really thankful for that. So you, so I mean, a normal—not a normal person, but I mean, most people who have jobs and breastfeed work generally during the day, come home, maybe breastfeed through the night. You can't yeah. really stick to a schedule like that. <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> how does, so how been, does that work? <laughs> um, it's been a little hard <laughs> with me going on nights because um, my daughter's not really used to me not being home at night. Um, but it's, it's working out. My husband's got his own routine with her at night and uh I have a lot of support. I have my mom who watches her during the day. Um, so now that I'm working nights, I, I come home and I'm home with her for about two hours. And then my mom gets there to my house and watches her. And then I'll wake up and she tries to time it. So, you know, the last bottle is long enough that I can feed her when I wake up. And um, she's super supportive with all of it. Um, and then... I'm home for a couple hours and then I go to work. <laughs> wow. So, so you, yeah. so you had been doing this work before you had your baby. Were you, yeah. were you nervous about being able to breastfeed or being how, were you nervous about how this was going to work? I was very nervous <laughs> because we had, you know, with every 911 dispatch center, it's usually short staff. Honestly, like oh. a lot of times it's hard to get, get the time to step away because we don't have breaks you're not 
your pay is a straight 12 and a straight 10. Like I used to work 10s, but now I work 12 hours. So you don't get a lunch break or a morning break or an afternoon break because you have to be there. So you eat your lunch at your desk. So I was pretty nervous about that, but it made, it worked out. I mean, I had to pump at my desk a couple of times, but (laughs) it was, you know, my coworkers that I was with had also breastfed and they totally got it. And we just worked it out the way that we uh, needed to. So. Well, that's, I mean, they were very supportive of it. So. Yeah. Having that support must make all the difference. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then I don't think it was like that before. I mean, I know one of my coworkers, she said when she um, had her baby 10 years ago, it wasn't as easy for her there. And I think she um, made things a lot more, a lot easier for future, <laughs> future women who wanted to come back to work. And, and you know, I wanted to prove to them, like, I, I still love my job because I really do love helping people. And being that, you know, calm person on the phone for them when they need help. And I feel that I'm good at it. And I didn't want to lose that or make them think that I wasn't still committed, which I think every woman goes through when they come back to work from having a baby. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, there's challenges that I think, yeah, being being somewhat nervous about how it's going to go. Um, it sounds like you can, um, so you can pump at your desk. Well, right now at night, I'm working alone pretty much until I need help. And then I can um, wake up the supervisor that's sleeping because they work 24-hour shifts, but they sleep at night. So if I have too many calls or anything, they're just in the next room asleep. So I I pump at the desk now. But during when I worked day shift, I was pumping. They had an extra room to pump in, so... And so are you able to stick to a schedule like that? I mean, if you have to pump, you know, say you want to pump every two or three hours or something like that. And I mean, you're in the middle of a phone call. You can't just say, sorry, I know you're tired, but I have to go pump. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've gone, I mean, I've gone a little bit over that. Sometimes I'll only pump three times and I freak out that my supply is going to, you know, diminish, which it won't. Um, I just try to make up for it the nights that I can and, on my days off, I just make sure I feed on demand and have her on the breast as much as possible to make up for that time that I'm gone and not able to pump as much. So it seems to be balancing out. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah. Do you? Uh, um, yeah, I. When, go ahead. When I when I first went back to work, I did not have enough freezer stash, so I was freaking out that <laughs> I was not going to be be able to. You know, I was going to have to start supplementing. Um, but my one of my good friends was a total oversupplier, and her baby is a month older than mine. And so she had tons of extra milk. So I used a ton of her milk <laughs> to supplement so I could get my own stash and just to help because I didn't have enough. But it seems to be leveling out now that she's, you know, eating more solids and, and all that. So she's not, you know, just on breast milk, so... What a wonderful friend. What a great situation to have. (laughs) I know. We, a little bit about our birth. I was, like, we tried to get pregnant for two years and um, had great pregnancy. And then she was breached. 
So <laughs> at like 36 weeks, we found out she was a breech and she was not turning. I tried like acupuncture and laying upside down and all, all the things they say to do to turn your baby. Um, so we ended up having a C-section that was, it, they tried to turn her and then they were going to induce me if she turned, but she didn't turn it. They ended up doing an emergency C-section. And we had a lot of struggles with breastfeeding in the very beginning. Um, Cause I was very, I was edemic, like I was so swollen. <laughs> My milk didn't come in. We had to readmit in the hospital for jaundice and do measured feeds for two weeks. And <laughs> it was really hard. <laughs> But wow. my husband, amazing. He's, he he uh, was more helpful than some of the nurses <laughs> during that time. And um, we met with the first lactation consultant I had in the hospital that I gave birth in was not very helpful at all. Um, it took them like over 24 hours to even have her come in and help me. And mm-hmm. uh, And she said, well, you have flat nipples, so here's a nipple shield. And so I started out with the nipple shield and my daughter was, since she was breached, she had like where her, she didn't want to turn her head one way, like because of her positioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really hard to get her in like a position where she was comfortable to latch. Um, and so we went home, we had her on Thursday, we went home Saturday and then Monday morning at the pediatrician checkup, she had dropped to six one and she was born at seven seven and they did the jaundice test and I mean she was yellow she looked jaundice and so they had us readmit and we were at a different hospital because I gave birth in Oregon because they have a NICU and our local hospitals don't because we're so rural and small. Uh-huh. So so um, that's where I wanted to give birth and I had a wonderful doctor up there that I loved. So um, but my pediatrician was here locally. So we had to go to a different hospital for um, the light therapy. And I remember the lactation consultant came in and she said, she was like, how, how is breastfeeding going? And I just started crying. I'm like, it's not Aww. going well. <laughs> Can't get her to latch. You know, it's just, you know, and she looked at me. She's like, do you want to breastfeed? <laughs> I'm like, yes. My husband's like, yes, she really wants to breastfeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so she's like, well, nothing is going to stop that from happening. Like, we're going to figure this out. And she, she was a godsend. <laughs> um, so we did the, the measured feeds that night with the, the SNS, the little mm-hmm. tube. that Yeah. So the my husband fed her all system. <laughs> yeah. So my husband fed her all night with his finger, you know, Aww. to have her sucking finger. Cause he was really good at it. And for some reason I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so, um, he was, you know, we did that all night. We did every two hours. We did measured feeds. And my um, my other friend, my best friend, she had a nine-month-old. And so I asked the lactation consultant, and I said, what about donor milk? And she's like, do you have somebody? I said, yeah, she can bring milk down right now. She's like, yeah, get it down here. So we did some formula, and then we also used my friend's milk. So she's had a couple of different of <laughs> my friend's um, milk through her nine months so far. <laughs> but I think it's great. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, I mean, there's so many people who yeah. struggle to, to you know, connect with people that 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 are willing to I donate know, and. Really, 
and my friend that donated, um, she's a lactation educator. Ah. So she did like a, a little uh, breastfeeding class for me and a couple of my friends that were uh, pregnant to prepare us for it too, which really helped for all three of us who are still nursing and have the support of each other to talk to each other. So that is amazing. <laughs> that is such an, it sounds like you have such an amazing support system. Yeah, I don't know how anybody does it without it, honestly. Well, and people, you know, people don't. I mean, people really, you know, the struggles that you went through, I mean, a lot, that stops a lot of people. Like, they just have, it it just comes, it's it's such a big barrier that they struggle to even get through that. Yeah. Um, So I was, I had the nipple shield for four months. (laughs) And then I finally got off of it. So how did you get off of the nipple shield? I just started trying to get her, periodically I would try to get her to lock without it. Um, and I'd do really well for like a day and then it would be painful. And uh-huh. I was like, you know what, I, this is like hurting our breastfeeding relationship. Yeah. And my good friend kept reminding me, she's like, just because you're using a nipple still doesn't mean you're breastfeeding, Sarah. I'm like, I know. She's like, don't put pressure on yourself. If it's working, then let it let it ride you know it'll it'll the timing will come when you can break her of that and so um I ended up just trying it for a week and it worked I didn't have much pain and um the pain went away from being sore I think just from not using the nipple shield and then yeah we've been good ever since so that's fantastic so did some so mm-hmm. were, were these struggles that you were going through was this one of the reasons why you were why you didn't have where you where you were not prepared to go back to work with that with that freezer stash a freezer yeah, stash. I hate I, the word I hate the term freezer stash because it sounds like you need to have so much <laughs> needs it sounds like yeah. you need to have you know just 10 pounds of breast milk and, and you don't but you know you said before that you that you didn't have any and that you were kind of worried about that and was that did all of these things lead up to that up to you when you had well, to go back to work yeah Kinda. I mean, I, I was always so worried about like pumping and then her not getting enough, you know, like how do you pump with your newborn at home? (laughs) Like it's such a crazy schedule to try to even maintain. Yeah. Um, I think I went a week without the pumping bra and then I was like, I am not doing this without it hands free. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that helped a lot. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, I didn't, I think I didn't focus on trying to make sure I had enough in the freezer. I thought I had enough, but I definitely did not. Um, and then also educating people who are watching her, you know, on the face bottle feeding and not overfeeding and, um, and all of that. So, so you did have milk in the freezer. I did have some. You did have I just some. Did not, you, didn't, you didn't have I did not have enough. <laughs> yeah. So you had to backtrack like a little bit. Weeks. Yeah, so it was like two weeks in, and I was like, oh, no, like, I don't, <laughs> uh, we're going day by day here. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you knew you, you know, when people come into a problem like that, it's like, okay, the immediate thought is, well, my, I don't have enough milk, and, you know, I need to increase my milk supply, and it sounds like you knew, you were like, wait a minute, let's check all of the corners here. You know, we need to check to yeah. see if, if, you know, maybe... Maybe there's some overfeeding going on. Yeah, and then I I did try like the fenugreek and mm-hmm. something else. Forget what else I tried. The blessed blessed thistle yeah. supplement. 
and then it ended up giving Arlene or my baby like horrible diarrhea and upset my stomach and oh. I was like what am I doing like this is just ridiculous <laughs> you know I, like this is not going to help the situation I don't think it's making it worse so yeah, yeah that was that was something I tried but yeah well that's I okay you have to try things right I mean you yeah, exactly. And that sounds like what you so. did. You tried you tried all kinds of different things and, and even people were coming you had this system where people could come to you and say, Hey, do you want to try this? Let's try this. Yeah. And you were able to try different things until you were work so you could get that's how we get through these Yeah. Get over these hurdles. Yeah. And talking to my friends and like working out with my husband on all the different things that we needed to do or try and my husband said a couple of weeks ago, he's like, gosh, with all the problems you've overcome with breastfeeding, you could be a lactation consultant. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm passionate about it. but Or you can are. be there for other people who are going through yeah. going through this kind of thing. I mean, this is really, this is the the peer-to-peer support that we talk so much about, right? And, and how, and what social media has brought um, yes. to us is being able to just really be there for each other and say, Oh yeah, well I went through that too. Yeah. And I had, um, another, I have another friend who had a baby like three weeks within three weeks of when I had mine and she was was breastfeeding and working. Um, she's a fire captain and was working and pumping and being away for 24 hours during that time. And like, so we had each other to talk to and joke about all the crazy places we had to pump. And, <laughs> and I, we're like, we should write a book on all the yeah. places. That <laughs> you, what, what, do you have a funny story, a funny work pumping breastfeeding story that you can share? Yeah, we, uh, I had to go to a training and it was just a one day training, but it was like five hours away. So we went overnight and I was with um, two men my coworkers, and we were on our way home and I'm like I have to pump because it's like halfway between so we had been on the road for three hours and um we were at like a Carl Jr and they're like well you could use the bathroom I'm like eh, I'm not gonna go in a public restroom I'm like how about you guys go in and eat and I'll just pump in the truck <laughs> <laughs> so I was like sitting in the front seat of the truck <laughs> like the company truck <laughs> In the parking lot, something. <laughs> That's what, yeah. I'm wow. sure there's a lot of people yeah, who are pumping. Yeah, yeah. I was glad I brought batteries for the pump. So. Oh, good thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So. How does your How does your prepared. husband, you know, do? I mean, you said he's very supportive and he does he does well. Does he have a Does he have a schedule? Does he is he is he up? You know, every two hours at night. You, you, she's nine. She's ten months now. You said. Yeah, just about ten months. She she'll sleep for me sometimes when I put her down. And then she doesn't sleep through the night for him, which is really hard. Uh, we don't do a schedule because we just our lives the way that because he works nights half the year. Right now he's he's not on nights, but well, what um, does he do? He will be night. He's a forester. Oh, okay. Um, works for a, for a private timber company. Um, so, yeah, we um, we don't really do a schedule because 
it, it would stress our lives out more. Yeah. Think, so, like, so, so I've always fed on demand and, you know, when she wakes up, he'll make her a bottle or try to settle her and put her back down. And, um, yeah, he's got his own routine. You know, I told him like, whatever, whatever works for you. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, whatever works for, 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 for both breastfeeder and partner, right? Because it's really a yeah. team effort. <laughs> and she's going to act different for, you know, for each of us or my mom or my sister who helps out too. So, yeah, absolutely. But it's been, it's been uh, quite the experience definitely with, with the shift work and my job and just juggling it all. I'm really excited to be done pumping in two months. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to ask you that. So you plan on stopping at a year? Um, I I'm stopping pumping in a year. Yeah, and we'll see how and we'll see how the rest goes. So I don't. My goal was a year, and that's you know I don't plan on stopping on her first birthday, but. Um, We'll just see how it goes sure. and how my work schedule. So, well, the pumping is usually yeah. something people are pretty eager to move on from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, <laughs> I can imagine that. Yeah. The one thing that is wonderful that I would suggest everyone get is one of those, the, um, I think it's called the Haka pump. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. It's are. that little suction cup one. Yes. Because I was, I like I'm able to get so much with that in the morning, especially when she sleeps a long time uh-huh. or if she sleeps a long time, because you can get like a full feeding on the other side sometimes if, you know, if you're engorged. But, right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, I don't want to pump at home. I'm like, I'm not pumping when I'm home. Sure. <laughs> so if she is asleep or, you know, it's, if she just had a bottle or something, the timing doesn't work out great, then um, I can use that. And it helps if she's eating and then I get the let down on the other side. Yeah, that's so, a great piece of it. Definitely, definitely a lifesaver, especially in the beginning, too. Like, I know my friend used, um, used it a lot, for, and that's one of the reasons she had so much in the freezer, because she started using it right away. So she had um, the letdown on both sides. Yeah, the letdown, yeah, it's pretty heavy in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so, you could definitely, yeah, I can see how you can get a whole feeding out of that. Yeah, so that's, it's nice to have that as an option without having to hook up to the to the pump. <laughs> well, it sounds like you have done such an amazing job for your family and for your baby. And, you know, you talked about your coworker and how she 10 years ago really paved the way for, for people that came after her, but, but you're doing the same thing. You know, you're normalizing parenting yeah, and breastfeeding and pumping for everybody around you. And, and all the people that come after you are going to have it even easier. Yeah. I love that my my stepdaughter sees it, too. So, And I know her mom was pretty passionate about breastfeeding as well. So That's wonderful. Um, I think it's great that she sees it, you know, and she it's totally normal to her. <laughs> She's so funny. She's like, why is what would you do if you had to put her in a daycare and grandma didn't watch her? Like, would they give her formula? (laughs) 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 No. (laughs) It was just so funny to hear. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. There's not many 10 year olds that have that life experience where they can ask those questions. I know. know. Where they can say, what would they do? (laughs) Yeah. 
she's super helpful and a great big sister. So it's been, it's been great. It's been hard. And, you know, the first year is always really hard or two years, however long. <laughs> right. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all hard, but yeah, you, you figuring yeah. out that, that, the, how you're going to get through that first year, especially if you have a job that's got unique challenges to it. Um, you know, you have to, in figuring that out is just quite as a real puzzler. And it sounds like yeah. you did an amazing job. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for uh, joining us today, Sarah. It's been such a pleasure to talk to you and hear your story. And I, we wish you all the best and all the love in the future. And um, we hope that you stay in touch with us. Thank you. I'm, I'm really excited that you guys asked me to tell my story and, I found you guys while I was pumping one night on a podcast and I was addicted. I listened to it all the time. So it really, really helped me through a lot of struggles and refer my friends to your guys' podcast all the time when they're going through stuff. So oh, it's been great. We're so happy to hear that. We're so happy. That's what we want to do is help. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Oh, that was so wonderful. I love talking to her. She's so fantastic. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. And please share your experience in the review section on iTunes. And maybe you could be our review of the week. And head to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com for sponsor links, for promo codes, for a big list of resources and links, and all of our other episodes, which you need to listen to. And you can also get information on how to get your own online consultation with Diane. Bye. Bye.